What's going on, cool Christian nerd community? This is your host, your brother, from another mother but the same Heavenly Father, Jamie Centeno. This podcast will help you to be the smart one in what matters in any social gathering you're in while keeping your cool factor. Now, how's this going to go down? I thought I'd hit up some of the smartest, most experienced, most keeping it real people I know to talk about subjects they are prolific in and that matter. If you are a younger believer still working out how you are seeing the world and wondering how a person of faith should engage it, this is the podcast for you. I want to keep it brief but beefy with helpful info. Let's go. Today I'm on the line with Antoine Wright. He's a brilliant mind that consults, he coaches, he's web designing, he's a blogger, and an internet and tech guru. He is starting a new endeavor called Avance. He's going to talk more about that in this podcast. And the thing we will be chit-chatting about today is social media etiquette and how to engage our digital world. I thought this would be important to discuss because the internet can be a country without rules, but as Christians, we should be the ones leading the way on how to live in a digital world. Check out our conversation. Hey, my friend, how are you? What's going on, my man? It's been too long. I know, I know. It's always good to hear from you, man. And thank you for being a part of this, uh, this first of the Cool Christian Nerds podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, it's uh, my pleasure to uh, talk about the fun stuff and uh, you know, give some folks an outlet. See, you, you consider this fun. You consider this fun, but there's a lot of people that might either be intimidated by it or they just have a different mindset. But that's all good. We're going to get to that. Hey, man, how was your Easter? It was great. I took an 11-mile walk. That was great. Oh, that's how it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. You got to go outside and enjoy the woods. Um, So I went to this uh, spot called Great Falls um, and just walked. Walked until I got tired and kept walking. That's nice, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> That's great. Hopefully you had your Fitbit or something like that on just to make sure you kept all that in track yeah. and proof that oh, you yeah. did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 11.6 miles and three and a half hours or some nonsense like that. Uh, four hours. That was a while. Of course. Of course. You <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to it, man. I know you're watching, reading and making stuff on social media and tech all the time. Um, any cool social media trends you're liking right now? Anything that I'm liking? Yeah, um, what you know, uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, probably no. It's not nothing that I'm liking, but I'm paying attention to, uh, you know, the, the Facebook Cambridge Analytica stuff is, is asking people to finally do what I've been telling folks for a number of years is read the terms of service before you sign up to services. Right. And so folks are paying attention to that now. Um, you know, that's a good thing. That's a, that's a great thing. Um, the fact that folks weren't paying attention to it before, you know, you can't get mad at Facebook for things that you signed up for that you weren't paying attention to. Um, but it's good that they're paying attention. Folks are paying t- attention to that now. Um, it's going to be a challenge, though, going forward for a lot of folks, because many social media sites, um, services that serve social media, you know, those pop quizzes, for example, 
a lot of folks aren't going to be doing those things as easily. They're going to be a little bit more careful as to where their information is going. And there's some rules coming down the pipe where um, from in Europe, for example, where you have to declare exactly what the information you're collected is going to. And so people are going to see those little notices all the time. They're, they're not going to be the little cookie notices on the bottom of a website. <laughs> you know, these are going to be, you know, pretty substantial. Hey, this company is going to be selling your information to all of their partners. Um, for So for social media, paying attention to that kind of stuff, um, that more folks are going to see that. Yes, that's cool to me um, that people are, are, are not going to live behind the uh, opacity, you know, that anything is free. Everything right. Is free. Um, I think you know, people are now paying attention to their privacy, especially now that there's things that they realize when their privacy is exposed, what that begins to tell about them or what uh, other people know about them, that they might be a little bit more hesitant now. But when you first check on the, to, to get on or to mm -hmm. be a part, that's some of the stuff that you don't even realize will come down the pike. So yeah, I get it. Well, let, let's warm you up a little bit. Um, okay. Just speed quiz stuff. Um, I'm just going to ask you um, some things about different social media things that are out there. And you give me just a few words or a sentence of what these things are for. So, for example, Pinterest is for what? Moms. Okay. <laughs> We're not even going to explain some of this stuff. We're just going to let people guess. That's fine. And Twitter... Uh -huh. Twitter yeah. is for yelling. Snapchat is for authentic communication. Facebook is for connecting. Instagram is for filters. And YouTube is for marketing. All right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> There's other ones out there. But that's your take on what each of these are for. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, let's get into this. Um, you know, I was just thinking as a dad, I dreaded the day when my kids would get their own smartphone and get on social media. I think I actually trusted them more at their proms than on their phones. <laughs> so like things on like Instagram and Facebook and YouTube, what they would be exposed to there, I just thought it was safer at the prom. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the internet or online social media is sending them into like a country with no rules is the way I see it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure after they come out of it, uh, I was sure that after they came out of it, my kids, I wasn't sure whether they would return to me all messed up or not. Now, is that a cool or uncool way of thinking about this? Okay, so um, I had this discussion with a, a group of folks at a workshop some weeks ago, and okay. I, I, I explained it very simply um, in, in two frames. Um, the first one is that as a parent, your first impetus is control. It's not um, exploration for your kids. It's, it, it's really control. And that's not a mm -hmm. bad thing. You know, you, right. you know you, you, you mature this little helpless thing you know, for X amount of time. And the internet is not necessarily, you know, the wonderful world of things that you can control. Um, mm. Technologies have moved faster than parents move, um, than some businesses move, definitely than the faith has moved. And so control is a problem there. And so as a parent, not having, uh, have, having your kids in a, in a space where you don't have control as to what's happening, that's incredibly frightening. 
Um, and right. I've not given, I've not made the case for parents allowing kids on their social media by saying that. Um, at the same time, they are not native to an analog world. You know, mm-hmm. as a parent at this day and age, parent, you are native to an analog or mostly analog world. And so the things that they will experience online are going to be accelerated. Um, They're going to be different. They're going to be altogether different than what you experienced as a child their age. And so you have to um, look at it through the lens of you won't have control of what they will turn up as when they go into this, but you will have control of how they process it when they get there. Mm -hmm. So, so, You know, it, it, that lens of control, it's really two sides. Um, no, you as a parent, no, you don't have control. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you can either, you know, constrain them from it, you know, and, and try to get up to speed yourself. Um, there's several resources out there. Apple and Google have been really good lately in, in terms of helping parents get on task with these items, Verizon and AT&T as well. Um, but you don't have control over what they see you have control over the tools that you gave them for how they process what they see and what they engage in. So you have to, as a parent, give them the tools, reading comprehension, ethics, empathy. You've got to give them those tools with which to look through their connected space with, because that's not your world. (laughs) Right. Right. So you almost, you almost (laughs) got to trust how you set them up for them. Uh, so that when they're there, they know how to conduct themselves. Exactly. So that's, that's great. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when people begin to get online, they're almost creating alter egos of themselves. I know it's not everybody, but there's a lot of people who do. When they're online, they become something else. It's, it reminds me of the movie Jumanji 2. Did you watch it with I'm, Kevin I'm... Hart and Rock and... I didn't watch it, but I know the premise. I, okay. I know, yeah. So the premise is, I mean, there's real people. They go into this video game. They end up becoming characters who actually are the opposite of who they really are. Um, so, I mean, when it comes to these alter egos that um, are being created, what can we do about that phenomenon? <laughs> so um, this book that I just finished reading, um, Homo Deus, um, by y- um, Yari, Nav- Yari, uh, eh, Yari, I can't remember Yari's last name, um, but he, he, br- he brings up a really excellent point in terms of the creation of, of personality um, in regards to how we think about ourselves. And it used to be um, that the self, who we are, was defined based on where we were born. And then Age of Enlightenment came and uh, who we are was based on what we think of ourselves. And then later on, who we are is based on what we think of ourselves, plus where we were born, plus what's, what kind of monies are in our pocket, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and at least through my time of doing connected technologies in the faith, um, this idea of people getting online being somebody different than who they really are has been a very often comment statement Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um however um it's kind of (laughs) wrong okay um and you know the it's wrong in the respect that you know we we think or we want to think that what people show us offline is their real self um but what um psychiatrists are are basically helping us understand is that what we 
show people offline and online is just a part of ourselves. Um, we're mm. very reluctantly showing anybody all of ourselves. And so the alter ego phenomena really is more like the other ego phenomena. You know, okay. they, they are, what happens is folks are going online and saying, hey, there's a part of myself that I wasn't able to show in this other framework. So I'm going to go ahead and show it off here and, and see how life, how life lives for me here. Um, and they do this as they are becoming themselves. And um, for better or for worse, you know, this is what we've done for years. This is what titles are for. Um, we put on a title to become a better part of ourselves, or what we want to believe is a better part of ourselves, or a worse part of ourselves. Um, what the challenge is, and, you know, the, again, being online, things are faster than they were in the past. If folks haven't learned how to reconcile, you know, those different realities. Who am I online? Who am I offline? Who am I publicly in front of really good to do people versus who am I am in my, with my family life? Um, if they haven't learned how to make those transitions and reconcile, it really does seem like an alter ego instead of the whole ego. Right. Um, so the, the challenge for folks on, going online that say, hey, I believe that I can be this version of myself online is... Yes, be that version online, but figure out why that version of you online is not so successful offline uh, and vice that's, versa. <laughs> that's great. I mean, so maybe that leads me to this. Give us some etiquette tips that the maybe average believer that's online should consider. Is there anything that you can think of? Sure. Um, you know, first thing is um, your first thought is never the one you should tell. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, the internet is great for snap statements and snap judgments, but um, there's a reason that it's called snap. You know, don't, don't act on emotion first. You know, take a step away, write it, stick it in your drafts, and keep it moving. Um, cool. If you've got somebody, you know, that has, that has said something against you, you know, a lot of our ladies deal with um, guys flowing into their private messages, um, tossing pictures or propositioning yeah. them and things of that sort you know, um, do understand that you, you, you don't have to receive that stuff in silence. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you, you, you keep a log of it and then you see the requisite authorities, especially if you're underage and you and this stuff is happening to you. Um, it's, 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 it, you know, don't, don't allow, um, the pace and speed at which people might message you privately to diminish who you are. There you um, go. The um, other thing, the third thing I would say is that um, your Christianity is no more a label than your Twitter handle. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, um, the, the statement that's attributed to a, a CC is, you know, you know, I can call, talk about being a Christian, but I, I do better showing it to you. Um, people don't see your faith when you're online. They see the way you respond to your faith. They see the way that you respond to context and situations. Can you do you speak eloquently enough in an argument that you're not just another voice, just another piece of noise? Um, yeah. Do you have a hidden social media account where you just let your other side of your personality off because you want people to believe that you're a good person on this side? Um, you know, wow. you, you, <laughs> you know, people do that, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you, you, your, your, your faith really is in this online arena is really a label right up until people can see how you live it. Um, and they'll see how you live it by the way that you respond to yeah. life around you. That's great tips. Now, 
for me and for other people who are sort of um, letting people know what's going on mm-hmm. in our world, mm-hmm. not just what we're eating, not just the fact that we're with our family, but there's, there's other things that come with just the branding because we're really trying to emphasize a movement or a cause or a thing we're a part of. Mm-hmm. Are there any social media branding do's or don'ts you have for people like me? Yeah. Um, you know, make sure that your spaces are separated. You know, um, a lot of folks might have Facebook and LinkedIn and treat them, want to treat them the same, for example. Um, but Facebook is, Facebook would be where your, your familiar people are, your families, your close friends, closer friends. Whereas LinkedIn might be where your, your business contacts are. Um, pay attention to those, those designations and, and, and live with those designations. It, it, is, it does mean you're splitting yourself up, um, but it does also mean that you're not confusing and there's no opportunity for others to confuse um, where you are speaking it with whom you are. Um, if you are aspiring to be an author, artist, music artist or otherwise, um, and you have a pen name, you know, let your pen name be the place where your your artistic endeavors flower, you know, and use your regular name, your real name, if you will, your legal name, um, as the place where your person, your personal, your personal um, items sit. Um, own your own domain name, you know, mm-hmm. if, you know, you buy your own first name dot last name dot com dot net, whatever you want to call it. Own your own domain name because um, you never know when these social media platforms go kaput. And so you want to have a place, space for, um, you want to have a place and space for those items. Um, that's how you know it's a real podcast because there's ringing in the background. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, no, own, your domain, own your domain name. Um, and then lastly, you know, um, from a branding, you know, perspective, you know, don't worry about followers, how many followers you got, how many people are looking at you. Worry about if you're being authentic to who you are. Good. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean you're not going to change later. I got a good brother in the faith um, who used to write one way theologically. He learned some stuff and then started writing differently and learned some more stuff and learned differently. And then he went back and he threw away all the old stuff. And I was like, dude, don't throw away the old stuff. That's a maturation of character. Let people see how you matured. <laughs> you <Wow. know? laughs> yeah. You know, and in, because the challenge is everybody wants to believe, many people, I won't say everybody, many people want to believe that the person that they see on social media is done. That's it. But etiquette says that you're not a finished person. <laughs> you're still becoming yeah. who you are. So, you know, be authentic. Um, you know, your, your old crappy post with the old crazy pictures and showing your face the wrong direction. And you might need to keep that up there so that folks understand that change does happen. And that's great. Now, a couple more questions I have for you. Is there something coming out in the near future that we should be paying attention to? Uh, yes. I got three things, actually. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, I got three things. I was sitting here writing stuff up in between our time. Um, so the first one, um, pay attention to the rise of two new religions, um, humanism and dataism. Um, I know, right? So humanism is the focus on self. Uh, the focus on humanity is the, is the apex. And there's a, a good chunk of this that where, you know, Judeo-Christian Islamic theology will fall under. Um, there's also just a good chunk of this where your Darwin Freudian psychologies will fall under. 
but basically that we are the apex and if it doesn't happen with humans then the whole universe crash comes crashing down um and that's a extremely dangerous posture position to be in um we're just on a small blue dot swinging in the middle of space uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> and we're really small <laughs> we're really really small that doesn't mean yeah. don't take care of things you know you know we've we got a, we got a planet to take care of for the parts right. that we can we have but you know they're, they're, we're not the focus we're, we live interdependent of everything else that's been created here um dataism is the other religion and that's a focus on data um, believing that an algorithm or the numbers that come from an algorithm are more important. And this is really, you know, we talked about, you know, that social media branding, the do's and don'ts of being authentic. You know, the dataism folks will say, well, if I'm not getting enough readers, then I'm not really effective. Or if I didn't publish this many posts, this many tweets, you know, I didn't get this much audience, you know, on my Snapchat or my YouTube channel, then I'm not really, I'm not really valuable until I hit that magic number. Um, it's the belief in the numbers rather than the belief in people um, right. and really belief in, in what God has done through people um, to move them forward. And so um, those two religions are, are terribly dangerous slash the two new religions of the age, uh, <laughs> humanism and Davidism. Right. Um, that's one. All right. Um, yeah. The second one, um, pay attention to wellness. You know, a lot of, you know, you asked me about you know, my Easter and, and I walked 11 miles, which is an obscene amount of, miles to walk in a day in toe shoes on gravel um (laughs) but um you should pay attention to those numbers you know that when when certain tools become available to consumers that only used to be available to doctors pay attention to those things you know as men you know we can track our blood blood sugar we can track our blood pressure we can track our heart rate variability you know, go beyond just tracking steps and calories, but pay attention to how you sleep, you know, um, pay attention to your mood swings. Um, you know, ladies pay attention to moon cycles along with their regular cycles, pay attention to that kind of wellness data. Um, it's now in your hands to understand and, and, and see yourself over the course of time. So please do that because insurance companies are doing it. Doctors are doing it and you best believe they are grading you. Um, so you should know what you what you've been doing. And then lastly, uh, voice-led computing. So what we're doing here with the podcast, Amazon, Alexa, Apple, HomePod, all of that good fun stuff. Um, pay attention to the computing that's going to be happening voice first, um, because that stuff is where new creation is going to happen. Different types of creative things are going to happen. And it's not going to look like the type-based creation that we do now. Right. That's good, man. Thank you for that. Now, how can people find you online? How can people get a hold of you if they would like to get a hold of you and learn more about what you do and, and yeah, things that you got going on? Sure thing. Um, so you can find me, uh, Antoine R.J. Wright, A-N-T-O-I-N-E-R-J, Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T dot com, or um, a new endeavor that I started this year called Avance, um, A-V-A-N-C-E-E dot agency um so avance is uh helping folks go to the next step outside of the box so a lot of folks are trying to go outside of the box i am going another step beyond that in terms of design thinking practices and really just understanding how we live forward um how do we advance forward how do we live forward as people and do more humane things um in the midst of all this change that's happening so 
AntoineRJWright.com, Advance. I can be found on Twitter at ARJWright or Advance Agency on Twitter. Um, and I'm probably on Snapchat too. Yeah, I'm on Snapchat. I'm one of the re- remaining people on Snapchat. Oh, <laughs> you're going to have to help me. Or maybe I shouldn't even be going over there. Hey. Well, thank you again, Antoine. Yeah. I appreciate it. What great content. Thank you for being on the Cool Christian Nerds and increasing our smartness. Yes, we want to keep our cool, and it's a smart thing to do. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, bro. I think there's some cool things you can take away from that combo. Come back again because we got some more cool Christian nerd topics. Oh, and if you like this podcast and want to see people you care about be a part of our cool Christian nerd tribe, share this podcast with them. Till next time, this is Jamie Centeno reminding you it's smart to keep your cool. Peace.